Welcome to today's program. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I want to talk to you today, and I want to show you and share a little bit of light on the covenant. Because when I begin to study this and begin to see this, I begin to see that the old covenant was obsolete and was growing old and was going to vanish away. But God wants us to remind us that the new covenant is to be led by the Spirit and not by the letter. Now, I want to take you somewhere that I think is going to help you a little bit understand that Abraham, in in Genesis chapter 15, verse 9 and 10, so he said to him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him, and he cut them in two down the middle, placed each piece opposite the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. So we see here that Abraham, he said to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and he cut them in half facing each other. But look what he, look what he did. Now, he, he didn't take the, the pigeon or the turtle dove. He didn't cut them in any way. And we see here he brought a what? A heifer. He brought a female goat. He brought a ram. He brought a turtle dove. He brought a pigeon, which is five things which represents grace. Now look at Genesis 15 and 12. And when the sun was gone down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Now what happened to Jesus on the cross? When he was dying on the cross, darkness filled the earth for three, three hours, right? When the sun was going down. Think about that a minute. Now, in verse 17 of Genesis 15, we see Abraham has been put to sleep. It's Abram at the time. He's been put to sleep. So God's not using him in this process. God is not cutting a covenant with Abraham. He's cutting a covenant, and you're fixing to see. And it came to pass, when the sun went down, and it was dark, and behold, there appeared a smoking oven, a burning torch, that passed through these pieces. Now, remember, the animals were facing each other. The, the, the burning torch is Jesus. The smoking furnace is God. So God and Jesus was cutting a covenant with Abraham. And the covenant was not about Abraham at all. The covenant was based on the father and the son. It was not about Abraham. And so when I begin to study this, I begin to see something. We see what happened here when Jesus was hanging on the cross and when the sixth hour had come in Mark chapter 15, 34 and 30. 33 and 34. Darkness was over the whole land until the ninth hour. And the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice and said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Remember, Jesus and the Father were facing each other, and then God turned his back on Jesus. Why? The Father and Son was cutting a covenant, just like what happened with Abraham. So when I begin to do a little study here, I begin to do a little revelation. In a Jewish wedding, they would sacrifice a goat. And the father of the bride... And the father of the groom would cut a covenant. They would take a goat and they would separate the goat. And the two fathers, the bride and the groom's father, would face put the goats on the ground and let them face each other, dead, cut open. And the two fathers would walk through, the father of the bride and the father of the groom. And if the, the marriage didn't make it, 
if the marriage failed, it was not the bride and groom's fault. It was the father's fault. I want you to understand that the covenant that Jesus and the father have cut with you today within themselves, the covenant was not cut between them, between me and you. It was cut based on him and his son. You had nothing to do with the covenant. You are a beneficiary of the covenant. The covenant was between God and Jesus, and it cannot fail because under the old covenant, the covenant was based on you do this and this will happen. You do this and this will happen. Under the new covenant, the covenant is cut between the Father and the Son, and you and me can't mess that covenant up. We're just beneficiaries of that covenant. What a great revelation to know that we, you and I, have a covenant not based on our performance, not based on our performance to do right, but it's based, he swore it upon himself. Now you can see this in Hebrews chapter 6, 13 through 18. For when God made a promise to Abram, because he swore by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessings I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men indeed swear by greater, and oath for confirmation is for them at the end of all dispute. Thus God determining show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath and by the two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Now I want you to see something. I am to swear to myself, God's saying. I am an heir of the promise. The ones that will receive the Holy Spirit will be the beneficiaries of this contract. The contract is between God and Jesus. It's not between you. I'm not going to lie or deny myself oath and promises made to himself. I want you to see how wonderful this covenant is. So when the two Jewish fathers would get together and cut a covenant, if the marriage failed, it was not because the bride and the groom did something wrong. It was the father's fault for the thing failing. I want you to understand today that the covenant that father and Jesus cut with you cannot effect by what you do or don't do is based totally and based the oath and the promise and the swear upon himself. So for it not to work, he would have to destroy himself. All he wants you to do is walk in it and enjoy the beauty of grace.